0: You know the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. moments here alongside, as always, BJ Armstrong. BJ, how you doing?
1: Real name. No gimmicks. Fantastic. Hey. Big win. Big win tonight for your, for your Warriors. My Warriors. By the way, man. yeah, your Warriors. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> your Celtics look... Terrific last night! Night, that was a nice win. Nice well, win on the road for the Celtics.
0: That's the time Lord returning to the lineup. But before we get into the basketball, before yes. we get into the basketball, Ramadan Mubarak. If you don't know oh. what that means, the holy month of Ramadan has just begun. Yes. yes. So for me, myself, and other Muslims and other people that are observing the month around the world, sunrise to sunset, no food, no water, no nothing. We're feeding our soul this month. Yes. So if yes. you hear my voice go a little crackly on the air, then you'll know why. I However, understand. it's currently two thirty-seven a.m., so I can drink water until I uh, jump uh, uh, in two hours. So, <laughs> I'm bringing the heat today. <laughs> yes, you are.
1: Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Okay.
0: So, 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 we got a lot to talk about. The Warriors versus Mavericks game that just finished. Okay. Crazy game. Warriors win by two. Yes, <clears> yes. my voice going weird already. The Warriors win by two. Um, terrible late game execution by the Mavericks in terms of that final play. Um, Draymond Green did a great job of playing defense on Luka Doncic who was trying to go for a quick two when they were down three with eight seconds left but they lost by two and there was a play I think in the third quarter after a timeout where the Mavs thought it was their ball the refs changed the call during the timeout but didn't notify the Mavericks giving the ball to the Warriors to inbound a wide open layup with no Mavericks player there to defend it at all. The Mavericks are actually now going to petition the NBA officially um, about the way that that game was officiated. BJ, did you see what happened in that third quarter there? I I did um, not. I did.
1: I didn't see that. So I did not watch that game. I was watching actually the Knicks Miami game, and I was kind of going back and forth. So I did miss that play. I wanted to see the Knicks Miami, you know, East East Eastern uh, Conference game that I was. I was kind of intrigued with which Miami winning, but I didn't see the game. But I've heard it now. Um, from a few people, and uh, I got to go back and and watch that. Yeah, because
0: it looked like the Mavs just had a mental lapse. They fell asleep. But Mark Cuban got on Twitter, as he does, and he explained what actually happened. And if what he says is to believe to be true, that's very poor from the officials. But, you know, we've seen some great action around the NBA. Uh, A topic came up today on ESPN that I wanted to get your take on, BJ. Okay. Uh, JJ Redick and Stephen A. Smith. Uh, For once, they were not screaming and shouting, um, debating analytics or who's the coach. They were actually having quite a good conversation. Okay, their conversation was which team is set up to be the best. I don't know if it was over the next five years or five years from now. And they picked the OKC Thunder with Shagos Alexander making a leap, they got Williams making a late push for rookie of the year, they've got Chet Hongren, who's not even played yet, they've got a whole bunch of draft picks. They picked the RKC Thunder. So I wanted to put that question to you, Mr. BJ Armstrong. Which NBA team is right now set up the best that in five years' time you think they're going to be dominating the NBA?
1: Well, you know, dominating is a big word, bro. That means Mm. now you're talking about two or more championships, right? When you say dominating. Five years ago,
0: they wouldn't have expected the Warriors to be reigning champions again. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yes. So, you know, you're saying dominating. Okay. When you look at Shea Alexander, when you look at Josh Giddy, um, um, uh, what's the kid? Williams. Um Jaden Williams. Yeah, Jaden Williams. Okay. Holmgren is not even playing, they're playing meaningful games. I would agree with that on paper. I would agree with that. I would I would look at their team and go, wow, that's an interesting team. Okay. And because they are winning right now and they have excellent guard play, I agree. With what they're saying. Okay. I agree with that. I I agree with everything they're saying.
0: Okay. Okay. Saying- I,
1: I, I I agree with that. I also look around the league and I go, I like Minnesota. Okay. Really? I think Minnesota is set up, right? Because this kid, Anthony Edwards, of his age. Mm. And and you know, they've been doing this without he just returned today or last night or whatever. Yeah,
0: Carl Anthony Towns came in tonight and hit a couple threes. Yeah. Welcome back, Cap.
1: I like Anthony Edwards alone to me. At his age and what he's doing, I'm saying, okay, he's going to be a problem. How, um,
0: however, the team is not set up for five years from now. Rudy Gobert is not going to be the same as he is now in five years. Carl Anthony Towns is going to be an even worse defender five years from now. And they traded away all of their draft picks. So as much as I also love Anthony Edwards, and I think in five years he's going to be one of the biggest stars in the league, I don't think that they're in the same conversation when it comes to a team perspective. Because if we're going to go down that road, right. then it's the Mavericks because they've got Luca. It's the Bucks because in five years Giannis will still be dominating everyone. So I'm looking at it from a team perspective. So okay, I like yeah, OKC. Okay, um, I've got a couple other teams. I,
1: okay, I, I, okay, I, 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 I still like the minnesota t- team reason being is because i love their youth and this is a transaction league i'm not worried about rudy gobert and i'm not worried about carl anthony towns because <laughs> they've won this year without carl anthony towns and they've won without
0: <laughs> i i wouldn't rudy call gobert. this season they've won like they've won some regular season games but this season is no win this season compared to their expectations after trading their entire future for a multiple-time defense player of the year, has been far below what everyone would have been expecting when they made that move. Okay, that that's fair.
1: That, that that's fair. If everyone was healthy, however, I'm just telling you what I see. If mm-hmm. if I'm a GM, I'm going, wow. This kid is an impactful player minus Rudy Gobert, who's an all-star, minus Carl Anthony Town. They're playing meaningful games, and they're right around 500. And they made a trade. Doing halfway, doing a year. So when I see players, as you know, Mo, I love dysfunction. I love Mm -hmm. it. When Mm -hmm. I see players who can function in a dysfunctional situation, I start celebrating. Anthony Edwards has provided leadership at his age by being the, he's the mainstay in everything that's going on. He's got, he's got Carly Towns out. He hasn't played since November. Rudy Gobert, everyone was saying that trade didn't work. Okay. They make another trade with D'Angelo and do all this stuff, and they're still playing meaningful games. And I'm going, wow, with just a little stability and the right pieces around him, I think they're set up. I think they're set up beautifully because at some point I think they can
0: recover with the trade. So that's just me. I, I, I agree. I agree with your take on Anti Edwards. However, the fact that you're saying that they, they can recover from the trade XYZ. There's a couple of teams that I think are better positions, team-wise. The OKC plan to be one of them, but my main two and this is putting aside, like I said, Luca and Giannis and, and the other players who we know are going to be great. Number one for me is the Cleveland Cavaliers because, you know, I, I heard Brian Windhorse the other day say they're in a difficult situation to go from a good team to an elite team. But when you look at it, Donovan Mitchell's only 26. Jarrett Allen, Donovan Mitchell is an all-star, by the way, who dropped 71 this season. Jarrett Allen, who was an all-star last year, is 24. And he could be a future defensive player of the year. Darius Garland, who's been an all-star, is only 23. And Evan Mobley, who can be an all-star pretty soon and could well be a defense player of the year in future, is only 21 years old. So I look at that team, and I think that as a team, with no need to recover from mistakes that they've made, and I get there's a transactional league, and they can Timberwolves can find a replacement for Mike Conley, and they can find a replacement for Gobert, XYZ, but that team already if they just keep those pieces and keep the wheels in motion, obviously nothing's guaranteed in this league and things can happen. You know, Evan Moby, he might get his contract. They might not be paying what he wants. X, Y, Z. Well,
1: yeah. I, I'm I concerned like about that team. Yeah. I'm, I'm concerned. I'm, I'm really concerned for the calves. And again, this is just my, my take on it. The reason I like Minnesota is because I know they can play a brand of basketball with a player who will be a top 10 player in a winning situation, meaning he can play competitive and get you alone without any team and all that stuff. When I say team, you have to put people in their right places. Okay. Anthony Edwards is, he's a number one guy. He's, he, he's, he's yeah, a number he's a one guy. He's and a he's not dog. only a, not, not just because of what he does on the offensive end, it's because what he does on the defensive end. And you have to have consistency to be able to play. He is a number one option. It's just my yes. humble, opinion, humble opinion. Because I know he's a number one option, I know it's far easier to build around that than to do what Cleveland has to do, in my opinion. Okay, And this is why I like them. I like Minnesota better than OKC. And the reason being is because OKC, you can't win without bigs. You can win regular season games. Without Bigs, but you can't win. You said dominate. Agreed. Agreed. But you can't so- win without Bigs, and they don't have an interior big that can play below the free throw line. But okay. then, what
0: about the Cavaliers? Do you like the Timberwolves better than okay. the Cavaliers because they have two right. Bigs?
1: Okay. Okay. Now let's get to the Cavaliers. I've said it before he got drafted, and I'm gonna say it again: the best player, in my humble opinion will have to be Evan Mobley. Yes. Okay, I've I've been consistent saying that. Donovan Mitchell, yes, he's an all-star. Darius Garland, yes, he's an all-star. Jared Allen, yes, he's an all-star. However, the best player is Evan Mobley. Yeah. And if you're going to win and dominate, Evan Mobley has to be the main guy that you're going to play through. I'm not sure how at this stage of their career, based on their team, how they're going to change their entire philosophy to play through Evan Mobley with not one, but two all-star caliber guards. I think Jaron Allen can do it because he's a big. Bigs will figure it out. Yeah. I don't see that happening with those guards. And those guards are small.
0: They're, mm-hmm. they're
1: small backcourt. Okay? Mm-hmm. And when the game slows down, In the playoffs, right? He's going to have to guard Jason Tatum, Chris Middleton. Okay, and that to me is a problem. Now I'm looking at you. You said dominate, so I'm looking at it. Okay. okay. Formula. My formula for a great team is always the same. You got to have big. That means length at every position. You got to have strong, meaning. Can you play through the physical contact of the game? You got to have, you know, toughness, and you and you and, and the final thing you better what kind of level of athletes that you have. Mm-hmm. Okay, the best the 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 best player that fits that he's he may not be strong right now is Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley, they're going to have to. He's only twenty one. Two- He's only 21. However, at some point, they're going to have to make a transition, in my opinion. Okay, they're okay. going to be, in, in my opinion, to play through him, which is going to take away from one of those guards. And one of those guards are going to have to figure out how to play differently, which I'm not sure they're going to do. I'm not sure. Like, you know, I, I don't know if suddenly Donovan Mitchell was going to say, you know what, I'm an 18-point scorer. I don't know if Garland is going to I don't know. But what I do know is Evan Mobley is going to do it now. As I'm looking at the game, I'm saying dominate. You you know, that's the key word. Yeah. Okay, this is going to be so far out there. If you're saying who has the best chance because I always look for big, strong, tough athletes, right? In the definition, right? Here. Mm-hmm. Kate Cunningham is not playing. He's big. Jay Nivey, he's big. They're getting big. They have Dern, the Pistons. Wiseman. They have Wiseman. Okay. Now, at some point here, at some point, you're going to figure out whether they can or not, but you need a level of athlete that's going to allow you to play. So I'm look, none of these teams are perfect, mm-hmm. but just from a physical standpoint, just the physicality of the game. I'm looking at the best teams in the league as is right now. So okay. Jokic is the best team, best player in the Western Conference. Which one of those teams could 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 match up the best with them, right? Cleveland, Detroit, OKC. In and the and, and then in the in the Eastern Conference, the best bigs are the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Philadelphia 76ers and your Boston Celtics. Okay. I like the guard play. The guard play for OKC is amazing. That's a bad matchup for you in the regular season. However, OKC, Philadelphia, I don't think they have enough bigs. I don't like that. You know, you can look at the guard play or whatever for other teams. You can attack every no team is perfect. However, if you look at the thing that's consistent in this league with the best teams in the league, they all have bigs. And and that to me is the key. Cleveland, if they play through their bigs or play through that kid, Evan Mobley, now I think that allows them to play competitively with the Milwaukee Bucks, with the Philadelphia 76ers, with the Boston Celtics, with Denver. Yes, I don't think... OKC is ready to do that. And the Detroit Pistons aren't ready to do it right now. However, they are a big, those are big, those are big young kids that they have. Yeah. So who to say, to say who's the best, I don't know, because you need I a combination one more team. of
0: all. one more team, if we're talking about five years from now, a team that's already in the mindset of competing, but it's very young. I'm talking about, you know, a 23-year-old Jaron Jackson Jr., 23-year-old John Moran, 24-year-old Desmond Bain, 26-year-old Brandon Clark. I think the Grizzlies are pretty well set up for the next five years as well. I
1: I, I like their ages. I like their ages. However, however, you know Jaren Jackson is an interesting player to me because he is big. I mean he's I, he's literally a he, he could be the defensive player of the year he, this year. he is. He 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 could be. I like their. I like the toughness of Dylan Brooks. Actually, I love Dylan Brooks. Yeah, we the kid, the kid, uh, Baines. I think is terrific. Okay, they're not big though. When I say big, they're not tall for their positions. Okay, okay. So Ja, Dylan, and Baines are not tall for their positions. They're tough. Now they fit other criteria in which you know we we've gone through. We don't have to go through that again. So I think that will always be a problem. And I think it's going to be fascinating to see how they're going to how they're going to address that four or five years from now. Once Steven Adams is no longer there, because what we do know is he's only 29. He's 29, but you you're going to have to address that situation with him because your best player, John Morant has to attack the basket.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's only going to allow him to play 30 minutes max during the course of a game, because you got to keep the court open and he's not a three point shooter. a la Brooke Lopez. Every team has a problem. I'm just looking at saying, who could they dominate? And the one kid just got hurt, his Achilles, which I loved him too. I can't remember his name right now. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think there's any team out there. But if you said it, I would agree just on off the cup, I would say the OKC Thunder, just because they're playing the most meaningful games for a team right now that no one expected to be here. However, I'm not convinced because they're going to have to address their bigs if you're going to play.
0: Yeah. Well. I'm gonna ask the listeners for something now. I need you guys, I need one of you listeners at home, whoever's very responsible, go in your iPhone or Android or whatever app you use for your calendar and set a reminder for the 23rd of March, 2028. And then tweet us on that day and we will rewatch this conversation and we will see which team has ended up being the best. And I bet you, It's none of the teams we've discussed. Well, of course it's not, because every year they do a draft. Wimpy
1: Yama, exactly. Yama, is coming. He's going to make it, going to change the whole conversation. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. I mean, well, these like, are M. fun. M.C. Edwards
0: could wake up and leave and, and yeah, all these I other mean, these things. Are fun. Like,
1: yeah, these are fun conversations. But listen, there's going to be five more first-round picks. A Kim Olajuwon or a player of that magnitude could be in the draft, certainly will probably be in that draft. And that changes everything. You know, injuries happen. Trades happen guys go from one team free agency happens so insane all of that you know none of this really matters however what i can say is this we know that whoever's going to dominate in the next five to seven years if that's even possible will have big strong tough athletes okay Mm -hmm. that formula has worked since the beginning and will always be the formula for great players so whoever drafts Big guards will have an advantage. Or yeah. Kevin Durant is when I say big, I mean size and length at their position. Kevin Durant is a seven foot small forward. People don't realize how big Jason Tatum is until you get up on him. Jason Tatum is every bit the six ten, like six eleven. He's like, 6'11". He's like huge, that's what, now. huge. That's what I'm saying. That's a that's you don't realize how big he is. Okay, you don't realize how big Joel Embiid is. Giannis. Oh, so Joel when you draft
0: should I yeah. tell you about the first day I met Joel Embiid? Our <laughs> <laughs> first day I met Joel Embiid, he's walking towards me, and I kid you not, the floor is literally moving with every step he takes.
1: Uh, he's he's huge
0: because he's giant. So I'm saying, he, um, he, 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 go ahead, go ahead. No, no I I agree completely. Um, unless you find an anomaly, which is Stephen Curry, but the chances of finding a Stephen Curry are literally one Ooh. in a million.
1: You, you know, Mo, like, you know, I, I've said this to you before. You know, at one point, Mo, because the game was played more from the interior, you would see strong athletes all the time who were able to play through contact. Now, if you looked around the league, in my opinion, there's only two power forwards that do that now.
0: Yeah, we have this Julie, Yeah, Julius Randall,
1: Julius Randle is one, and Zion. So when you find someone who can play through contact, a la Giannis, a la Jokic, a la Mo, do you know how do you know how much of an advantage that is for whatever team that player plays for in the playoffs? Because we all know the game is going to get what? It's going to get more physical. So when you find a player who can play through the contact, when you play through, when you find a player who can that has the mental along with the physical toughness to play in this game, huge advantage. And of course, Mo, when you see athletes like a LeBron James or athletes like these guys, some of these guys are, you go, There's no counter for speed and quickness. So when you find that combination with a team, you have an advantage to play. Now you can play advantage basketball. And that's what the game is always looking for. Where is your advantage? Whoever has that player will be the most dominant team in the next five years. And it'll be fun to watch. But more importantly for these executives, it's fun to put that together. It's fun to coach a team like that. So we'll see.
0: Well, you know, another fun conversation. We kind of dived into it a little bit recently. But I want to ask you, after watching that Warriors-Maps game, the Warriors seem to have conquered their road demons and got a win on the road, second one in a row. The Western Conference, BJ, it got me thinking, right? Who in the West is beating the Golden State Warriors in a seven-game series? Because they do, they're they still without Williams, who, who should be coming back at some point. Um Steve Kerr said that they hope to get Wiggins and Gary Payton back, both of those guys being huge for their championship run. If I had to put you on the spot and press you for a name right now, because I think health is the most important thing, you know, KD coming I, back. If you're the Warriors, saying LeBron coming back, uh, for the Suns, LeBron coming back for the Lakers, who are you picking in the West? I think about this every day for most yeah, of the day. Well, I will I will say this.
1: You know, I, I'm just gonna I have to go by what I see. Okay. I now, what I see and what I feel is is two different things. So I'm going to go by what I see. Based on what I've seen, the Warriors are probably in the in the second tier of the Western Conference. I don't think they're in the top four. Based on give what your, I've seen, give
0: me give me your tiers. Well, You're I think Denver, four.
1: I think Denver, I think Memphis, I think Sacramento, and I think Phoenix are probably in the first tier.
0: I, I don't have Denver in my first tier. I know it sounds ridiculous because oh know yeah,
1: they they've been the most consistent. I, I, but again, I I understand how I, how you may feel. Based on what I've seen, I got to give them their respect. I I don't care what I may think about them. They're number one for a reason. There's something in that team that maybe I may not be seeing. I don't watch them every night. I watch them, you know, I've watched a fair amount of their games. But I have to give them their respect. And I have to give them their respect that they have a player that I know is a top five player. I know that. And for the most part, he will have the advantage on the offensive end in every series he plays in, okay? If he's not the best player in that series, he, without question, he'll be the second best player in that series, no matter what. Yeah, it's only like
0: Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry we are talking offensively.
1: Because it always comes down to matchups, okay? It always comes down to matchups. So, but I do think the Warriors are in the next tier. You're, you know, I don't know where they're at, five, six, seven, or eight, but I do think they're in that next tier. And I don't think it really matters to them as long as they get in. Okay, so
0: so go ahead. When we talk about winning the conference, though, give me your top three in order from three to one of who you actually think. I will think be if the Phoenix, the I think
1: if the Phoenix Suns are healthy with Kevin Durant, I think they are. I think they are. I think that's a team with with Kevin Durant and Booker.
0: And and it and speaks Amy. to the greatness of Kevin Durant that no other player. I don't think any other player in the league can go to a new franchise miss all this time of injury and turn up on the first day of the postseason, and you still think that they can make a run at the finals that's just how great he is at basketball player you just slot in and
1: and play listen do i think he's going to do that do i think it's going to be easy no i don't however the way they play today in the games and the ability to rest see that's the key when i get to the playoffs you, you're not traveling every day to go to another city. You play, you probably have a couple of days off and you stay in the city. Mm-hmm. Just like playing in the bubble was probably easier than playing during the regular season because you are just, you walk to the bus, you ride over to the game, you ride back and now treatment is like, you've got double the time for treatment. Yeah. Okay. Do I think Kevin Durant on two days, three days rest Playing in the playoffs with his experience, that's a check for that's for a check for him. It's not like yep. he, he, there aren't a lot of players who could do that, but I think he has enough game experience. He's a championship caliber player where he could do that. Now, I don't, I'm not advising people to do that, but I think he can do it. So I think if they're healthy with DeAndre Aiden, size, Kevin Durant, size, Devin Booker. And and uh, uh, Chris Paul, mm-hmm. I think they're poised okay. to really make the playoffs. So who's so okay. the other
0: two? Okay,
1: I think I I, I got to go with Denver. I ha, I'm going to give Denver their respect, even though I don't believe it. I'm I'm going to respect them, and the reason I'm going to respect them is because Jokic has shown me this: no matter who's playing, he's always in the game. He's always in the game. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah no doubt. Now. And 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 I and I and I'm going to respect this about him, Mo. Yes, I, I every team I see the flaws, right? So I'm just going, God, I wouldn't mind attacking them, right? Why? Because I can see what I can do. However, you know what I really respect about them, and I don't want to discredit. I know Jokic is going to show up every game and play. Yep, no doubt. So with that, Mo, you're going to have to beat him. He's not going to beat himself, and. When you're a big Mo and you're capable of doing a triple-double playing within the framework of a team, that says something, regardless of what you're doing, okay? You could be a guard and not shoot the ball well. Well, Jokic is going to shoot over 50%. I can about I can about put that in pen. He's going to be somewhere near a triple-double. And at some game or two, he will win a game or two in a series by himself. Mm-hmm. And if he gets that unlikely contribution that I'm always looking for, he can win a series by himself if he just we're gets ready, a little we're help. ready
0: for the Bruce Brown game <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yes. so
1: i'm going to say him okay and then and then and i'm going to say and then uh, uh, then i'm going to say sacramento Ooh.
0: and the reason i'm gonna, i'm going to and,
1: and 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 i'm going to i'm going to say sacramento because of this they've been playing hard from start to finish mm-hmm. they play confident now you can see you could see the one thing that bothers them. When you bring a more physical style of play versus them, they're not as successful. However, you know, and, and, and what does that look like? They play the Celtics, they lose. The, the, the Knicks came out there and beat them up, even though they did win. The Knicks had 21 offensive rebounds. Okay? Mm-hmm. But they mm-hmm. did win the game, but Coach Brown was not happy about it. And then Milwaukee beat them up. So your Celtics, Milwaukee, and the Knicks, who are all in the Eastern Conference, Eastern Conference. plays that physical style of play oh, against we're them. We're going to talk about and, it on tomorrow's show, and then that bothers them. However, those teams are out East, so if they play the Memphis Grizzlies, that style is good. If they play the Warriors, that style—I think they play the Warriors style of basketball better than the Warriors right now. Shouts to my bro. Okay, I think that they. I think they're better pace team than Memphis. And I think they're he, better he said pace something team interesting than all the other today,
0: guys. He said that Sabonis is the closest he's seen to Draymond in terms of grabbing a rebound, pushing the ball out on the court, making the right He read, plays the five. The play. That that Of course, he just – he Draymond starts at the
1: four. People – if you want to just break it down to make it real simple, Draymond came in this
0: league as a three Yeah. at his size. Well, he came in the league. The reason why he fell to the second round – is because back then, I think it was 2012 he was drafted, scouts and teams didn't know what position he had played because he wasn't quick enough to be a three and he wasn't big enough to be a four. This was before small ball came along fully. So that's the reason why he fell down to the second round.
1: Absolutely. So with that, and then he started playing the four, and then no one, no one, myself included, imagined that he was going to be playing the five. And now he can bring the ball up the court. And that's what Sabonis does for a full 48 minutes. So, of course, because no one, the centers, as I tell you all the time, Mo, that's the last position that's figured out how to play in this era. So Sabonis is doing exactly what Draymond does, except he's a better offensive player and he plays one position. He doesn't go back to the four, okay? Okay. So I think he's great. I think that's great. But I think they can play a style better than anyone else in the Western Conference. I think they're the fastest team in the Western Conference, whether they played OKC, whether they played Golden State, whether they played Minnesota, whether they played the Clippers. I think their speed is a problem for any team. Now, if you can beat them up a little bit now, because they don't their power forward is Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes and Giannis is a problem. Harrison Barnes versus you know Julius Randle, that's a problem. And but Harrison Barnes, if Zion was healthy, that's a problem. Okay. Yeah,
0: but, but lucky for them, they don't see any of those guys in the West.
1: There you go. And that's why I think so those would be my top three if everybody was healthy.
0: I, I hear exactly where you come from. And I think they're great picks. I'm gonna throw all basketball logic out of the window. Okay, and say I'm right there with you if KD's healthy. I think the Warriors, when we talk about championship DNA, if they get Wiggins back, I like the Warriors in seven games against anyone.
1: I can, Their I'm experience
0: not, and Stephen Curry, and if we get a Game Six Clay, I don't think anyone's messing with the Warriors. I, and I my can't final argue there because I'm throwing all logic out the window here. Give me the Lakers. If LeBron's healthy, then I don't. I, I just have this vision that this is all going to accumulate in NBA Twitter hell if the Lakers somehow do something in the playoffs this year.
1: Well, but I hope they get in. They, they, they've been incredibly inconsistent.
0: If they but can get I, in, if... and LeBron can get healthy in a series with a healthy LeBron and a healthy AD, which is a big caveat. But a healthy LeBron and a healthy AD. I like what D'Lo brings. I like what Vanderbilt brings. Austin Reeves is playing great. I like the lake, and I may be completely delusional here. But I've learned over the years to trust LeBron James.
1: Okay, well, if that's what you're doing, trust (laughs) LeBron James. If that's what you're doing. I'm not arguing. I'm just... (laughs) <laughs> we'll see we'll we'll see in a couple of weeks we'll, we will find out you know we've been waiting 70 games what's 10 more games now at this point well, we've been what waiting I re- what I really yeah. want
0: to do what I really want to do I want to go to Sacramento for their home opener of the playoffs that's oh, that what I really fun. really want to do and, and like I, B- really, I, I think we should go there okay. I think we should they, go there because I think that would be crazy
1: that would that would be great I think they they have a good thing going up there right now they're playing terrific you know i think mike brown is the coach of the year De'Aaron fox is wow sabonis has been wow i mean they you know malik monk and these guys keegan murray's he's got to be first team all what rookie team i mean they've been playing a great brand of basketball and i'm just excited for their franchise because it's been 16 years i think
0: Bro, we didn't even have have iPhones. Instagram didn't even exist. Right. The last time they were in the playoffs.
1: And and, and to think they are the third best team right now in the Western Conference, wow. You know, that's great. Yeah, how about that? How about that? They could be the number two.
0: Yeah. Man, I'm so excited for the playoffs. I'm so excited for the playoffs and I'm so excited to bring you guys at home more content from the NBA as we'll be doing this every day, Monday to Friday, as we progress through the NBA season and beyond. So make sure you subscribe to the show Make sure that you join the Discord. We've got some great conversations happening in there. You guys don't want to miss out on that. The link is in the description. So get involved in the Discord. Share the podcast with your friends and all that good stuff. Help us grow. It would be much, much appreciated. And most importantly, until next time, you guys know the vibes. Get buckets.